0: Save your seat now at com. That's growandemaiallist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. I want to recognize that there is more room for gray in my life. Like not everything is always black and white. Not everything should be all or nothing. And so I approach this course a little bit differently. Okay, I feel like there's this universal truth when it comes to online learning. And it is this most of us purchase online courses having the purest of intentions like we buy an online course so that we can learn or master something new all from the comfort of our home. And when you think about it, it is absolutely crazy that we live in this world where we can learn thousands of skills through a screen. Like we don't even have to change out of our yoga pants or put on our running shoes. And so today's episode is all about how you can start and finish your next digital course, and I'm going to be sharing five strategies that I just used as I made my way through a program. And so I want to show you that it is possible to make learning a part of your everyday life without overcomplicating it. Now let's face it, digital learning has absolutely transformed our lives, and it's really transformed my life over the past decade. It's given me so much knowledge that I truly believe has compounded as a success that you now see. Like, I have taken a lot of digital courses in my career. I've taken courses on how to market my business, how to sleep train my baby, how to parent an emotional toddler. I've taken courses on masterminds, and I've even taken a digital course on creating digital courses, which is super meta, right, Amy Porterfield? But here's the thing every single year, I literally challenge myself to take at least one, if not more, digital courses. And I do this for a multitude of reasons. One, to learn a new skill that I've been wanting to master two, to see how someone else creates their course and their curriculum, and three, to remind myself what it feels like to be a student again. Now, each course I've taken has given me so many takeaways, and as a course creator myself, it helps me to truly understand what my students are going through and how I, as an educator, can better facilitate their learnings in their own lives. Now, I have multiple courses that span topics like starting your own podcast, growing your own email list, social media marketing, strategic content creation. And if you want to see all of my programs, just head to jennacutcher.com slash business. But today's episode is not about my programs. I actually want to share my recent experience of taking an online course in one week and a few simple strategies that have helped me to fully follow through and get results. Are you ready? Let's dive on in. It is such a pleasure to share the business podcasting space with the man, the myth, the legend, John Lee Dumas. We're both on the HubSpot Podcast Network, and honestly, his podcast is among the elite veterans of the field. Entrepreneurs on Fire stokes inspiration and shares strategies to fire up your entrepreneurial journey and help you create the life you've always dreamed of. He tackles topics that I know you'll love in a clear, concise, and actionable way. With episodes like how to dramatically improve conversions and marketing performance, how to master sales, persuasion, and influence, and how to build, design, launch, and grow a small company. Trust me, Entrepreneurs on Fire is a wealth of information for business owners just like you. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, I feel like there's this universal truth when it comes to online learning. And it is this, most of us purchase online courses having the purest of intentions. Like we buy an online course so that we can learn or master something new all from the comfort of our home. And when you think about it, it is absolutely crazy that we live in this world where we can learn thousands of skills through a screen. Like we don't even have to change out of our yoga pants or put on our running shoes. And so today's episode is all about how you can start and finish your next digital course, and I'm going to be sharing five strategies that I just used as I made my way through a program. And so I want to show you that it is possible to make learning a part of your everyday life without overcomplicating it. Now let's face it, digital learning has absolutely transformed our lives, and it's really transformed my life over the past decade. It's given me so much knowledge that I truly believe has compounded as a success that you now see. Like I have taken a lot of digital courses in my career, I've taken courses on how to market my business, how to sleep train my baby, how to parent an emotional toddler. I've taken courses on masterminds and I've even taken a digital course on creating digital courses, which is super meta, right? Amy Porterfield. But here's the thing. Every single year, I literally challenge myself to take at least one, if not more digital courses. And I do this for a multitude of reasons. One, to learn a new skill that I've been wanting to master. Two, to see how someone else creates their course and their curriculum. And three, to remind myself what it feels like to be a student again. Now, each course I've taken has given me so many takeaways. And as a course creator myself, it helps me to truly understand what my students are going through and how I, as an educator, can better facilitate their learnings in their own lives. Now, I have multiple courses that span topics like starting your own podcast, growing your own email list, social media marketing, strategic content creation. And if you want to see all of my programs, just head to jennacutcher.com slash business. But today's episode is not about my programs. I actually want to share my recent experience of taking an online course in one week and a few simple strategies that have helped me to fully follow through and get results. Are you ready? Let's dive on in. Okay. So first things first, let me give you a little bit of context. So the program that I recently took is called time genius. And it's a program created by my friend, Marie Forleo. And I actually took it because I was with her a few months ago. I was super pregnant. We were in Napa. She was telling me all about this program, how proud she was of it, but also of the massive results that her students were getting. And I was super intrigued. I'd never taken any of Marie's courses. And the way that she was so passionate about it, I like was very enthralled. And so I wanted to take this program, which is essentially all about how you can manage your time better and be more efficient with your time so that you have more time for your life. So it's not necessarily about hustling so that you can hustle harder. It's about being strategic with the time that you have and using it so that when somebody looks at your life, they see what your values are through what you do and how you show up. And for me, it was a really great time for me to be taking this program because I was still on maternity leave and I wanted to really focus on building habits that I could take into my everyday life when things got busier again, right? Like when I start working again and recording a ton again and getting ready for my book launch... I wanted to ground myself in some really good habits around time management because now more than ever, my time is stretched. I have a newborn baby and I have a toddler and I have a book coming out and I have a business that requires my attention. I have a team and a marriage and all of those things. And so the way that she talked about time genius was super intriguing to me. And it was in Napa that I was like, all right, I'm all in. So I want to share about the five things that really helped me to not just take the course, but to implement it and to get results. And I'm talking like I just finished it. So I cannot wait to see what sort of results I'll be getting six months from now, a year from now, and to be able to share about those. So this episode is really about five different strategies that can help you take and complete any online program and start to get results. So let's dive on into those. So strategy number one is this, shorten the runway. So like I said, I had talked to Marie months ago about her program and I had actually committed my entire team to it. So I asked them, are you guys interested in taking this with me? Do you want to do this as a team? And so we had committed to taking the program together months before I had Quinn and she knew exactly what date she'd be launching it. So I basically just set a reminder in my calendar to buy the course. I recognized that I was going to be in maternity leave, but I was feeling good about that. Well, a week or two before it was about to start, I felt a lot of my normal excuses coming up. And frankly, some of them were super valid. I was on maternity leave. I was juggling two kids. I was not sleeping through the night with Quinn. And honestly, I just was worried like I hadn't been using my brain in a way that would help me to like retain information. And so these were some of the excuses that were popping up. Maybe you can relate. And I had literally texted Marie almost in an attempt to back out of the course. When she replied to me, she said, just commit for me one week and two hours a day. And it can literally transform the rest of your year. Heck, it can change the rest of your life. And I was like, okay, whoa. Like she's calling me out and she's calling me in. So I paused and I thought about it and I didn't respond to her text right away. And I thought, okay, you know what, Jenna, you can do one week. I can do one week of extra or hard in order to reap the rewards for months and even years to come. And the truth is, I have literally watched how knowledge compounds like this in my life, meaning I learned something one time and I understand it and I implement it and it gets me results over and over and over and over again for years. And so I was back to being all in. And I know a lot of courses are set up so that you take the content for months or weeks at a time. But here's what I think. And I mean, content creators all around the world can totally prove me wrong. But in today's world, even knowing what next week is going to look like can feel impossible. Like We have been living in limbo for so long that the only thing we're certain of right now is uncertainty, right? Like we don't know if we're going to have childcare. We don't know if we're going to be feeling well. We don't know if we're going to have support. We don't know if we're going to have time or appointments or if things are going to get canceled or if things are going to be a go. And so what I found worked really well for me this time is what if we shorten the amount of action and go for a small spurt of time and just commit to diving in. So to break down how Marie's course was set up, Time Geniuses recorded content was about 10 hours of content, which honestly is not a small amount of time. Like most of my courses for context are anywhere from between like two hours to four hours to six hours at most. And so with my programs, I make them like entirely practical so that you could actually consume it all in a week's time or in a weekend's time with that amount of time. But 10 hours was kind of a lot, but also it's totally doable. When you do the math, it's a small fraction of your week. So for me, when she said, if you can just commit to a week, like committing to a shorter time frame, really helped for me to block the time that I needed and like hammer through it in a way that gave me momentum, but also kept me on track. Now, along with this, I literally inserted all of the dates into my calendar and I set daily reminders of what module I should be in, what lessons I needed to take. And the other thing is too, is that Marie did three live coaching sessions. So those also went into my calendar for the following week and just blocking off those times, almost like an appointment made me respect them and that commitment I made to myself in one of the live trainings someone was talking about how they really struggled with keeping those commitments. And Marie was like, have you ever made like a doctor's appointment and it took you like 12 weeks to get into the doctor. You are not going to miss that appointment when it comes around, right? Like you are placing a level of importance on that. You are blocking that off. You are guarding that and protecting that appointment with your life. And same should go for learning. And so that totally helped in terms of just blocking things off and keeping that commitment. And here's a quick tip. And this is something that I've done for a long time. Whenever I join a new program, I literally print off like a printed calendar. And I'll talk about why I love pen and paper in just a little bit. But what I'll do is I'll pull open the course, look at the modules, look at how much time each lesson takes. And I'll write down whether it's 20 minutes a day or an hour a week, or in this case, 10 hours for the week, two hours for five days. But I will literally block them off and tell myself what I need to take when in order to complete it, given the runway that I've given myself to do that. So some programs I've taken over the course of a month, just devoting an hour or two each week. And some courses like Time Genius, I've Netflix binged and busted out in one week's time. And I also do something that I think everyone should do. So if you take nothing from this episode, take this reminder. One thing that I do is I will set reminders for myself one month out, two months out and three months out just to check in to encourage myself to potentially revisit the content and to track my progress. So a lot of times, maybe we have a lot of gusto at the beginning and then we lose momentum and we don't log in. If you immediately after purchasing a program, set reminders for 30, 60, 90 days out, Even if you fall off, you're going to get those reminders like, hey, I need to get back into that program, or hey, I thought I'd be farther than I am right now. Let's get back into it. And it can really, really help. So, make sure that you don't forget to do this because I don't want for you to never revisit the content or to put off your learning too long or to tell yourself that you're going to do it someday. Like someday is not a day on your calendar. So regardless of what approach you take, blocking in on my calendar truly helps me to stay consistent when it comes to taking online courses. Okay. Strategy number two is this having accountability. Now I know just how powerful accountability is. There are some crazy statistics out there. If you have an accountability partner, or you tell somebody that you're going to do something. I think there's a statistic that's like you are 50% more likely to follow through. So that really hedges your bets. And if you share publicly that you are going to do something, you are 90% more likely to follow through just thinking to yourself, Oh my gosh, what if somebody asked me about this? I don't want to tell them that I didn't end up doing that. And so I took on accountability in literally every way, shape, and form that I possibly could so that I could follow through on this program. So the first way was, is that my team had also committed to going through this program and there were a handful of us. We started a thread in our Slack channel. We were checking in daily. We were ensuring one another was tuning in. We were sending each other the Zoom links for the live trainings. We were sending photos of us doing the work. And just knowing that someone is going to ask you if you followed through can really Help for you to stay on track. Now, having people do that thing alongside of you is even better. It totally changes the game. So, if you can get somebody to commit to that thing with you, whether it's training for a 5K or taking a program or sticking to that nutrition plan or staying consistent with your therapy sessions awesome. If you can have somebody that you're just telling that you're doing that, but if you can have somebody doing it alongside of you, oh my gosh, it's amazing for both of you. Now, here's a funny thing that I want to point out. And it was a good learning moment for all of us. So my entire team committed to taking this program. Now, there are a few factors that kept some people out of it. One person had her baby early, so she was not in, but a few people were starting to back out right at the beginning. And what's so interesting is that the whole program is about how to be better with your time, how to not be overwhelmed, how to simplify, to amplify. And it should have been a reminder to us all. If we're saying I'm too busy to take this course right now. Okay. Maybe we need this course the most, maybe we're prioritizing the wrong things. And so We had a good laugh in my team. And of course, if people really couldn't take it, I wasn't going to hold them to it. But I wanted people to know you made this commitment to the team and to yourself. And it's really important that we learn this thing together so that we can make this a part of the company culture. And so here's just a little reminder, like if you've ever signed up for a course on a topic, but then you've been pushing off taking it, or you've been kind of saying like, ah, I don't know if I have the time to implement it or do it. It's a really good sign that if you look at the amount of time that it would take for you to learn a better or simplified or more streamlined method once, it will likely save you a ton of time in the future. It's one of those simple math equations that can tell you to make learning a priority. And honestly, in this scenario, it was a lesson for us all. And like the team members that were like, I have too much going on. I can't do this right now. And they're like, clearly I need this. And so we're trying to make sure that everyone still makes it through the course, even if it's in a different pace. Now, beyond having my team for accountability, my friend Koya Webb, who is also in Napa with us, also decided to take the course. So her and I were voice texting about it, what our approaches were, what our biggest takeaways were. On top of that, I also looped in two of my best business friends, the ones who I almost feel like they are colleagues of mine who I text every day. Amy Porterfield is one of them. And I was telling her that I was taking this course and I was like, hey, I'll share my big takeaways with you. And what's super cool about doing something like that is that every day I was reporting like, here's my favorite takeaway about the course. And there is data that shows that if you teach something that you have learned, it cements that information in your mind. And so sending those daily voice texts of like, this was my biggest takeaway, or this was my aha moment, not only helped me share the wealth with my friends, but it also helped solidify that I actually was understanding and able to share that information in a way that shows that I was retaining it. The last thing that I was doing is I was also texting Marie as I worked through it. And I know that that's probably not possible for a lot of students to text the creator. But she, I mean, talk about having the ultimate accountability partner. Since I had committed to her that I was going to do this, I wanted to show her I was committed, I was doing it. And I was honestly really proud of myself. And so every day I would send her pictures of me and Quinn learning because Quinn is attached to my body in this stage of life and postpartum. And so I would send her a cute baby photo and show her that we were logging in and just having that accountability was huge. So strategy number two is accountability. Take it in as many forms as you can get it, whether it's sharing it with a friend, posting it online or publicly inviting in other friends that you're going to help teach your takeaways to, or walking alongside the program with someone else. You know me, I love discovering new tools that I can share with you to help you work smarter. And if you're anything like me, you might be running your business from the kitchen counter or the kid's playground. So having tools that travel with you are essential. From marketing to sales and service, HubSpot has tons of tools that help you run and scale your business easily from anywhere. One of my favorite tools is mobile inboxes where all of your incoming email and live chats go to one shared location, meaning your whole team can work from one place and easily manage your sales and customer support. So easy, right? Then there's the custom surveys from HubSpot. With a custom survey, you can solicit feedback with unlimited questions, diverse question types, and easy shareability. Leverage the insights you collect to enhance your customer experience and deepen your customer relationships. Learn how your business can grow better at HubSpot.com. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Okay, strategy number three is habit stacking. So this was the biggest game changer for me personally. Since I was in this season of being a full-time mom while still juggling a little bit of work and a lot of family time, and we were all in one collective space, no office in sight, no place for me to escape and take this. I had to get really creative about how and when I was going to consume the content. So remember, it was about two hours of course content per day to watch for five days, Monday through Friday. So I essentially had to find two hours to make that happen five days straight. So what I ended up doing is that every day I would take Quinn on a walk and prop my phone up in her stroller. And I did this while Coco was sleeping. So I was still doing all of my mom duties, but Drew was able to be home while Coco was napping so that I could go on my walk. And what I would do is I would prop my phone up and listen and watch the content as I walked. And what was so cool about this is that I was able to incorporate learning with my daily workout and with mom life. And while it's probably not necessarily the most recommended method of learning. It was what I had to do in order to get it done and to stay as focused as I possibly could. Now get this, I ended up walking over 40 miles the week that I took her course. And this method worked super well for me. I actually found myself able to focus easier because I was taking the course on my phone. So I wasn't sitting there passively listening and scrolling Instagram. And I also didn't have Coco running around or the regular distractions of home like the laundry going off or the dishes in the sink. And so this method actually worked really well for me. And I have a very neurodivergent ADHD brain. And so having my body be in motion, but having like one thing to fixate on, like to focus on, it was really, really helpful for me. And I mean, I think in an ideal world, I probably would have been like sitting at a desk or in a Starbucks and having the worksheets next to me and an open notebook and a steaming latte. But Right now, if I wanted to do this and truly get through the content, it's just not a reality. So I did the best I could. I stacked learning on top of habits that were already in place, which is a daily stroller walk with Quinn to get my exercise in. And I basically walked until the content was done for each day. There was one day we were in Arizona when I did this program and my parents were staying about two and a half miles away. And I walked all the way to their place while taking the course had a cup of coffee with them and my grandparents and then walked all the way back home. And so just kind of figuring out like, how can I bring this into my life without it taking away from my life? And this was it. And There were also two days where I had a final lesson to watch or I needed to wrap something up. And so I would wait until both of the girls were asleep. One night, I literally watched the course while I was in the bathtub. And the other night I watched while I did laundry. And here's the thing, again, it's probably not the most ideal way to learn, but I am gonna take any sort of learning in this season. And this is what worked for me. And the cool thing is too, is that I watched every single module from start to finish. And then I even revisited a few of my favorite lessons. So we went on a drive and I was like, can I play this? I want to listen to this piece again. And I think that's really fun. And most online courses these days are courses that you can visit time and time again, courses where you don't necessarily lose access to the content. So even if the way you're consuming the content isn't perfectly ideal, getting it and then reviewing it all in its entirety can help you to understand it. And then you'll be able to implement and revisit when you need to master it, or if you need another nudge or reminder. And another thing to note here, and I kind of brought this up, but I was basically learning with Quinn and I was also inviting the learning into my family life. So when I walked to see my parents, I talked to them about what I had just learned when Drew and I were in the car and driving and listening to a module. If you can invite in your children or partner or spouse or a roommate don't shy away from playing your courses so that others can listen in. One, it can invite in more learning and accountability in your life, but it can also help for people to be on board with your learning. Like it wasn't necessarily ideal that I was wrapped up in this course for this week's time. It did change our schedule in terms of parenting. But when Drew could understand why it was important that I was learning this and kind of understand what that process looked like for me, it makes it way easier for them to understand and support. And it can also, again, again, help you solidify what that course is teaching you about as you continue to explain it to others. Strategy number four is this, take what you need most and let the rest go and let it go just for now. So a tendency that I've learned about myself and I'm really focused on self-awareness this year is that when I commit to things, I tend to want to do them perfectly and in their entirety. I'm an Enneagram 3. I am an achiever. I've been a perfectionist for most of my life. And one of the things that I'm trying to do this year is just be way more self-aware of my tendencies and go in with my eyes wide open and with a plan in place. And I am not a kind of person that goes half in on anything. And that can obviously be a good thing at times, but it can also make you believe that things are all or nothing scenarios. And that's simply not true. And so I want to recognize that there is more room for gray in my life. Like not everything is always black and white. Not everything should be all or nothing. And so I approach this question course a little bit differently. So one thing I've learned time and time again, when it comes to learning new things is that I could hear 10 different incredible ideas or strategies or systems say at a mastermind or in a course. But if I tell myself that in order to be successful, I have to do them all well, then I usually do none of them. I'm paralyzed. I'm overwhelmed. I don't take any action. So instead, if I just take the best idea or the thing that resonated most and I implement that first, I will see results. And when I start to see results, I gain confidence and the confidence leads me to momentum and momentum turns into more action. So what is my point here? I had to take this course with a discerning ear based on what I know to be true about myself, where I'm at in this life stage and what's possible for me right now. So here's a good example of this inside Marie's program. Oh my gosh. The amount of takeaways I got and the things that I want to implement, not just in my work, but in my life are countless. Like there are so many things, but there was one part where she was talking about these ideal morning routines. And while I truly believe it could be possible for me to have a beautiful morning routine that starts my day off right. I also am discerning enough to recognize in this season of life, With two small children and a baby who doesn't sleep through the night, sleep right now is my priority. And I'm probably not going to be able to wake up a couple hours earlier and get in a workout and sip a slow cup of coffee. It's just not my reality right now. And that doesn't mean Marie's wrong and that doesn't mean that I'm failing. It just means that I'm discerning right now. This could be something that could be nice to have eventually, but it's not a need to have for my success. And so while I listened to every single tip and module, I recognized that if I could implement even just three of her tips or strategies, I could get results. And after I had successfully implemented those three things, I could then go back and do more and retake portions to gain the next step. It's this idea of taking what serves you and letting the rest go. And it's been something I've done for a long time, but it's something I tend to forget when there's more rigid curriculum. So each day, what I would do is I would write down the number one takeaway, the thing that I was sharing with my business friends or talking about with my team, that one thing that I could commit to implementing. And it gave me a much shorter list that would still get me results. Now, of course, a course creator wants you to implement all of the things. And in some cases, like more technical step-by-step programs, you can't just go in and self-select the things you want to do, but... What I want for you to do is to bring discernment along with you on your course taking journey so that you can be saved from overwhelm and so that you can get results faster that are going to keep you pursuing and implementing more. There is so much to be said about momentum and confidence when it comes to being a student and implementing. And so I just don't want you to forget that. So one tip here is to take a portion of the course and then the next morning write down that Thing that stood out to you, like the thing that you're still thinking about, or that thing that really resonated or that thing that felt right for you the most. And let that be your first commitment. Like whenever I go to masterminds, there is just so many ideas and so much information. And what I do is usually at the end of the day, I write down the one thing that I'm still thinking about or the one thing that just felt like a light bulb moment. And you can do that with courses because what I found is, is that a lot of times we get so caught up in the minutia that we miss the big picture and we get stuck in those details and we get so stuck that we just stay stuck. And so just like this podcast or that YouTube video or that book that you're reading, take what serves you and let the rest go. Trust in your ability to discern. And here's the thing. When you let something go, you don't have to let it go forever. It could be till next week or next month. But here's the thing. Just start small and trust in your ability to discern what is the right first step for you. All right. Strategy number five. This is flying on by. Digital courses are amazing, right? Because they are digital, but sometimes we need a tangible reminder for accountability, or we need to change mediums in order to let that knowledge really settle in. So again, I'm inviting you to bring your own level of self-awareness to the courses that you take. And to be really honest with yourself about how you personally learn best, what methods will help you most to follow through And Here's the other reminder here. Your self-awareness should always be the co-pilot in your life. And the more honest you are with yourself and what's truly going to help you follow through, the better. So before I close out, I want to share five reasons why online education is important. And I want to just encourage you to dive back into any course that maybe you've purchased but didn't get around to, or if you're brand new to online education, to make that first investment in yourself to master a new skill or to learn a new system. So number one, when you are poised as a student, you're naturally more creative and open-minded to change and ideas and implementation. And a lot of times we are so head down in the work, but putting yourself in this position of a student can totally help open you up to more possibilities. It can absolutely change the game for you. Number two, when you learn something new, you get this like dopamine hit and we all need more dopamine in our life these days. But a lot of times, small results can lead into more action and more action can yield to big results. It's like this idea of momentum and online courses have been massive catalysts in my life and my business. And I just want the same for you. Number three, I said this before, but you can literally learn something once and reap the results of that learning for months and years to come. The time it takes for you to take a course right now is likely going to save you ample time and money and energy and frustration in the future. So just like the saying goes, your future self is going to thank you. And yes, it's going to take time, but time is going to pass anyways. And those quotes could not be more true when it comes to online education. Number four, Commit to letting more shades of gray exist in your life and recognize that learning and implementing something is better than nothing. You do not have to be the perfect student or take the modules perfectly or implement perfectly. Here is where progress is progress, no matter how small. And I just want you to see that things don't have to be done perfectly to be good. And number five, you can learn all day. You can learn through free things like books and podcasts and YouTube, but the real results come when you partner that learning with action and implementation. And I have seen in my own life that when you pay, you pay attention, which is exactly why I invested in Time Genius, because I knew if I put some skin in the game, if I put myself on the line, I was more likely to follow through. Now, most courses are set up to teach you, but beyond teaching you, most courses are designed to help you take that action. So if you are really wanting change, stop listening, start doing, and do not underestimate the power of investing in yourself. So all in all, I had an amazing experience. I cannot wait to share more of my results and what I learned and the takeaways that I got from Time Genius. Marie is an incredible course creator and a really dear friend of mine. And I just can't wait to share some of those results after we get going. I'm already implementing in my day-to-day life and I cannot wait to see those impacts in my personal and professional life and share them with you later on this show. So here is your encouragement. If you have been waiting for a sign to dive on into that online course. This is it. Take these key tips and takeaways and use them to help yourself follow through. Let this be the year where you let those investments compound, where you let that knowledge drive results in your life and in your business. And of course, thank you for taking me on the ride with you. Until next time, gold diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. And thank you so much for listening to another episode of the gold digger podcast.